The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Topsy Bannon-Bosch, a mindset and emotional intelligence coaching consultant and a licensed mental health therapist. It's safe to say that I know a thing or two about how the brain works and how it impacts the decisions that we make in our businesses. And that's exactly why I created my new podcast, Crush the Mindset Spiral. Each Thursday, you'll hear my raw thoughts and unfiltered perspective about what it takes to run a successful business, plus the top mindset shifts that you'll need to get to your next level. Make sure to tune in for the premiere episode of Crush the Mindset Spiral. Hey, it's Mariana, and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I've got Matilda Jerf. She is the founder of Jerf Avenue and an influencer, and I have followed her for so long, and I love her content. She happened to be visiting Los Angeles from Sweden, so we recorded this episode together in person, and I was so excited to see her because I answered all of your guys' questions that you guys are wondering from her personal style, a capsule wardrobe she thinks you guys should get, her favorite hair products, and how exactly she styles her bangs. So if you guys want to hear from Matilda, keep listening. And before we start the episode, I just have to tell you about our brand new Summer Fridays product that is out today. So Summer Fridays, we just launched our Dream Oasis Deep Hydration Serum. It is a hydrating and calming serum. It's incredible on your skin. So it's available today on the Sephora app and it launches tomorrow on sephora.com and summerfridays.com. It is hydrating and calming. So we've got glycerin and hyaluronic acid and squalane as well, just to give you so much hydration. And then we also have a skin calming blend. So this is so incredible. I think you guys are going to love it. If you guys want to pick up Dream Oasis, it is available now. Now let's hear from Matilda. So welcome to Los Angeles. Thank you. You are here. So what did you come to LA for? How long are you here? Well, we're here for two weeks. So it's only like literally like four days left, which is crazy. Time flies. But just for like change of scenery, Sweden. That's where I'm from. Sweden <laughs> is just really dark. Yeah. I feel like over the last couple of years, I kept seeing you post pictures of LA. Like yeah. you couldn't wait to come back here. Yeah. What do you love about LA? Honestly, just like, well, for me, so I lived in Monterey when I was younger. So in Northern California, it was just for two years. Mm-hmm. But ever since then, so 2008, we moved back. So ever since then, I've always just come back to California. In the beginning, it was Monterey, but then eventually we started coming to LA. So it's just always kind of felt like a safe space for me. It's nice. Like I get inspired. The mentality here, like people are so friendly. Like they talk to you. Whenever I'm in Sweden, I like say hi to people on the street. They look at me like I'm like, I'm, I don't know, some weirdo. So I, it's just like the way of living here, honestly. I know. It's the best here in like the sun. Yeah. It's like it makes does me so, so happy. Yeah. Like life quality here. It's just like, I mean, in Sweden during winter, it's just... A little too. Dark. What have you done in LA this trip? Like anything? No, fun? I've just had like good food. Just finally like got to hug friends again. I mean, with it's with the pandemic, it's been two years since I was here last time. So it's just been like nice. I've just taken it really easy. Any favorite restaurants you went to? I'm a breakfast person and my favorite place is Flake in Venice. Oh, I've never been there. It's so good. You're it's telling like a, me a place in LA. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I rave about it all the time, but it's just like, it's kind of like a hole in the wall. It doesn't look like much, but it's like orange. It's really cute. And their breakfast burrito and their like acai bowl is so good. Oh, I need to try that. It's so good. Okay. So Sweden, for people that have not been there or don't know what it's like, what is it like where you live? I mean, I live in Stockholm, which is the capital of Sweden. And it's very, it's very, very beautiful, honestly. Like the architecture, like the buildings, it's very, it's very special. And I feel like especially like for an American, it's very different. But yeah, I mean, Swedish winter is pretty bad, but spring and summer, it's amazing. And people are very like, you know, very much into fashion. It's really, it's inspiring. So if I'm booking a trip, the best time to go is spring, summer? Yeah, like May, June, July, August. Favorite hotels in Stockholm? I mean, I love like a really classy hotel. So like 
Grand Hotel in Stockholm is it's on the expensive side, but it's really like classy. But then we have so many like cute boutique hotels like Sparrow Hotel. It's really cute. There's a lot of them. If I book a trip, I'm going to ask you for an itinerary. Oh, you have to. So what does a day in the life of Matilda look like? It's very different depending on like it's like a day to day kind of thing. But it's usually waking up, getting dressed, doing like a really quick makeup routine and hair routine and then walking to the office. We basically do that every day. What time do you wake up? 5.36. Wow, that's early. Yeah, we try I think to- <laughs> I wake up early, but that's very early. We try to be at the office at like 7 because wow. it's nice to like get an hour before everybody comes. So in mm-hmm. Sweden, it's really common to start at 8. So we try to be there at 7, but it doesn't always work. So like, so in Sweden, you start work at 8. What time do people usually leave? 5. Okay, so yeah. 8 to 5. Yeah, and, and then, then you, you have like, like a long a- lunch. Yeah, you always have like a one hour lunch in Sweden. And then you have like your little like morning break. I think it's like 15 minutes and then like 30 minute break in the afternoon. So I think it's, I mean, it's it's a good way of it's a good work working, day. I think. Yeah. Do you have like a morning routine before you go to work? Honestly, I feel like I did before, but ever like during winter, it's pretty impossible because it's so dark. So I just wake up and like force myself to get out of bed, <laughs> force myself to get dressed and walk to the office. But during spring, like I like waking up, like going to my workout place, getting a workout in and then going to the office. Okay. So I know in the morning you get dressed, you go to the office. Do you like to get dressed every day, like put together a whole look? I mean, yes and no, but I feel like so with Jerf Avenue, my clothing brand, I've kind of like created items that are made to be worn like together. And when I don't know what to wear, I always go for like a suit because it's a really comfortable choice, but it's also like I feel put together. But I mean, some days I just wear my like workout tights and like a t-shirt and a blazer. I always put on a blazer because then I feel like I'm... I'm a boss, like I'm office ready. <laughs> Blazers look so good on you. I always yeah. feel like I'm trying to find a blazer that looks oversized, but not so yeah. oversized because we're petite. Yeah, so I know. Do you usually wear like true to size or do you size up? I mean, in our blazers, I usually wear true to size because I love the oversized look. But I usually tell our customers if you're a little bit like hesitant, like it's too oversized, they usually say size down. So I mean, I could wear even like an extra extra small. It's just not going to be like that oversized fit. Okay, so Instagram. Everybody loves your Instagram. And I love your TikTok now, too. I feel like you're really active on there, too. I'm trying. (laughs) Oh, and I feel like TikTok loves you. Like, every video is, like, how to get your style, how to get your hair. But I want to start with, like, how did you even become an influencer? Because I know you were working, you were a model first, right? Yeah, kind of, like. I mean, I would never call myself a model. I'd be like a hobby model. But me and my boyfriend Rasmus, so we worked together and we traveled together right after high school. And like I started just, I've always loved photos. So I started posting photos on Instagram and I had like a really random blog just for like my family to see what we did. Then we traveled to Bali in Australia. And when I was there, I had like 50,000 followers. So by then I had already like started gaining a following. And I think I got followers because I was traveling to the Caribbean and then I got back to Sweden. Like I kept on posting. So when I was in Bali in Australia, like brands started reaching out, like, do you want to do this modeling gig? So I just, you know, I was like, I don't know, but yeah, let's try. (laughs) Uh And I mean, it was really fun. And it was like, it was a way for us to earn money, but not like, I mean, we didn't make that much, but it was enough for us to stay in Bali in Australia. So it was like a nice balance kind of thing. And then I also started doing like collaborations, like Instagram collaborations. And when I came home to Sweden, I had 100,000 followers. And that's when I was like, okay, like I'm back in Sweden. What do I do? Do I continue working with this or do I go back to working in a juice bar? And I mean, the people around me were like, I don't know if this is a thing, Matilda, but I was like, well, let's just try it. Like the worst thing that can happen is that it doesn't work out and I like have to, you know, get another job. But then I, ever since then, I've worked with Instagram. And what year is this? So this would be, I'm always trying to figure this out. It would be like 2017, 2018. So I think 2018 was the first year that it was really like, 
a full job. Like I had collaborations, like I earned enough money to like pay my rent. Like before that, I lived with my parents. So it was kind of like. Was there something that happened in that time where you started to get like a lot more followers where it was able to become a full time job for you? I think maybe it was just me putting in more effort. Like I really because I really wanted to make it work because I've always known that like I like working for myself. I'm not really good with having someone like over me, a boss. That's not my kind of vibe. So I think it was just like me realizing that, okay, if I do this the right way, I can work with it and then I can be my own boss. And I know that you and your partner do it together. So how do you guys kind of split responsibilities or like what does he do versus what you do? Well, nowadays with Jerf Avenue, it's really simple. Like he's the CEO. I'm the creative director. Like I do everything creative. He does everything a CEO does. (laughs) But before in the beginning, it was more like it was harder because that was with Instagram. But but then he would do like the admin stuff and I would do the creative stuff. So he just would help me take all of my contents and he still does today. So, well, he's a great photographer because I love how your photos look and they just seem so effortless. So I want to ask you about like, what is your content taking process like? I mean, it's usually like, pretty basic and simple it's gonna sound like a really boring boring <laughs> answer but it's usually just like walking to and from the office or like whenever I do something I make sure to just oh Raz can you just take a quick photo so I never like plan an outfit and like think okay I need to go out and take a photo of it I did before when I started out because that's when I lived in Burgos which is a really small town it was like it was if, if it was one sunny day like I had to shoot content because the other days I couldn't so back then I would be more like okay I want to shoot these five outfits let's go out and do it now it's more like, okay, I'm walking to the office. I'm wearing a really cute outfit. Like, Raz, take a photo of me. So it's pretty, it's just a little quick and boring, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. And you guys shoot everything on iPhone? Yeah. And then just like my film camera as well. Okay. And then you don't filter. You no, never. post up the picture. <laughs> yeah. Like, sometimes if it's a really dark photo, like, I'll, you know, like, pull up the exposure or, like, shadows in a photo. But I don't use any filters or anything like that. Okay. So if people want to take content similar to yours and they really like your style, any tips for them to kind of get your photos well I think like because I don't use filters it is obviously like important with the light so I think that is something I think about even though like I don't plan a photo it's more like if me and Raz are out I'll be like take a photo and if the light sucks I'll try to you know maybe just turn the other way so I think that is really important if you want especially with like an iPhone but other than that just you know cliche but just like you know be yourself like I think that's what you need to do like don't force anything and also don't force photos because I feel like People like the genuine, like in the moment. Yeah. And then your poses are always so like natural and effortless too. But I think some people, when they're trying to figure out how to create content, they don't even know what to do with their bodies. Any tips for people on taking pictures? I usually say just like move around, like literally just like walk a little, move your arms a little, just kind of like do what you would normally do. But definitely just like try just like moving. (laughs) Me sitting here swaying. (laughs) Yeah. I I love how like effortless your pictures look. And I guess because you are taking them so in the moment and they're genuine, that's why they look that way. And so you're not trying to look effortless. You just like really are. And I love your content. Thank you. It's so good. Do you ever feel stressed to keep up with like posting consistently? I definitely do. So with Jerf Avenue, like that's a full-time job. And then I really want to keep on posting on Instagram because I genuinely love posting on like Instagram and TikTok. Like I think it's so much fun and I love that creative aspect of it. So it's hard to like, have time especially during winter because it's so dark like during summer it's so easy because like no matter what hour you can just go out and take a photo so during winter I have found it really hard and I've been you know it does get a bit overwhelming but I've tried to just like also just let myself like I can't I don't want to force anything and it's supposed to be fun as well so I kind of just I'm just trying to like 
tell myself that it's okay. Like you don't need to post every day. Like no one's going to die. <laughs> so, you know, like it's not the end of the day. Yeah. And you have a full other business to run. So there's exactly. a lot else going on. And then I feel exactly. like with TikTok and video content, that's just yeah. like another layer. Yeah of content to post. Yeah. Um, so do you plan your feed or you don't plan your feed? I don't plan my feed. Okay. I did before, like when I started out, but it's just like, that would be another thing that would be time consuming for me. So I'd rather just post what the kind of like the photos that I have. Let's take a quick break to hear from Hum Nutrition, one of the sponsors of this podcast. And at Hum Nutrition, it's their mission to help you look and feel your best with clean, clinically proven nutrients. So they offer targeted solutions for specific goals. So if you want to work on clear skin, hydrated complexion, strong hair, healthy gut, consistent energy levels, better sleep, and more, which also I'm really great to me and all the things that I need help with, all of their formulas are rooted in clinical research and their ingredients are carefully sourced and meticulously tested for purity and potency. And I know sometimes it's like, what do I take? Where do I even start? Well, you guys can go to their website and take a really quick three-minute quiz. And after the quiz, Hum will match you with a registered dietitian and they will recommend a personalized supplement routine for you. So their Hum nutritionists are available to help you meet your nutrition goals wherever you need them. And they've got convenient and flexible subscription options delivered to your door. So it's so easy to stay on track and meet your goals. So in this episode, we were talking a lot about hair and just like hair health. Uh, so if you guys want to try, they have a hair sweet hair. These are tasty vegan gummies and it boosts the body's ability to maintain healthy, vibrant hair and support hair growth. Another one you guys might want to try is Daily Cleanse. This is a unique formula of detoxifying herbs and minerals to help reduce breakouts and improve skin clarity. So again, all of Hum Nutrition's products are formulated by experts, clinically proven, clean and natural, rigorously tested and demonstrated results. So if you guys want to try them out, you can get 20% off with the code Mariana on your first order of $39 or more. So head to humnutrition.com slash get started and use code Mariana for 20% off. Now let's get back to the episode. I love everything you post from your beauty to your style. So I want to get into obviously your hair in a minute too, which people oh. love, but <laughs> how do you describe your personal style? I get this question often. I'm always like, I'm trying to find a really good answer for you. But I think it's just like super, it's very comfortable. Like I'm all about being comfortable because if I'm comfortable, I'm going to be confident. Whenever I put something on that I don't feel comfortable in, I feel like I automatically feel really just like, ugh. So I think it's like comfortable, pretty laid back, but with, so like simple, but with a twist, I think. But it's hard. I love your style. (laughs) Yeah, it, it is. And then I like how you mix like, oversized pieces with either a fitted piece like a dress underneath but I also like how you wear oversized like tops with pants yeah how do you style that without feeling like overwhelming well I mean I feel like especially like today I'm wearing like oversized jeans with an oversized shirt I like having my hair back so I don't feel like it's too much going on like that's one way and also it's just like it's so weird because I get this question a lot like how do you wear oversized things it's just like I wear it it's really comfortable (laughs) I think it's more like putting it on and feeling confident, like really embracing the oversized style. I feel like I always have this example of my mom trying on a blazer and she like puts it on and then she's just like standing there like hunching forward, looking really sad. And I'm like, mom, put your shoulders back, like look confident. And that just, that's like the biggest difference. I feel like you just also, have to own it. I love your mom and yeah. your dad and your sister. No, they're, they're all the so cool. And yeah. they're just like such a good looking family. And like, yeah. I just like want to come over and bake yeah. with you guys. And it <laughs> no, just looks like my dad. I actually have a brother as well, but I keep him really private. He's always like, Matilda, why are we not in your photos? I'm like, because you don't want to. Right. But yeah, it's the best. They're the best. I love seeing all them. Uh, do they like inspire your style in any kind of way? I think your dad's very mom, cool. He is <laughs> very cool. He's very cool. I do, however, feel like my mom has always kind of inspired my style. She's always been very like stylish and like she's always had the best clothes. So I feel like the interest for clothes definitely comes from her. Yeah, I mean, we usually, now that I have your Avenue, she literally doesn't wear anything else. So 
It's so cute, which I'm actually wearing it today. I know you And amazing. I love it. So if someone wanted their own Matilda-inspired wardrobe, if they wanted to get like a little capsule wardrobe yeah. of things, what things do you think they should start with? Like key pieces, like a button-up shirt? Yeah, I think it's like, I think like a capsule wardrobe is so important and having like really staple pieces. Again, that's kind of why I created Jerf Avenue. Like our core collection is the items that I want in my closet. So I have... You can mix and match it so many ways. So I definitely feel like a button-up shirt, like a blazer, a pair of really good jeans. You know, you need like a t-shirt. But I think with styles like that and a pair of like suit trousers, like our favorite pants, I feel like you can go such a long way. Like you can wear it in so many different ways. Okay, so any styling tips for people? Not forcing it. I feel like it's the best thing. And staying true to yourself. Like it's fun to, you know, play around with trends. But Don't just follow a trend because it's a trend. Like it's more important to find your own style and really like wear items that you want and that you like. Do you ever feel pressure that you are starting trends? Because literally like I'll see something and I'm like, okay, (laughs) next. I just know I'm going to see everybody wearing this Uh, thing that you just did or wore. I mean, a little bit. I never want to I never want to start like an unsustainable trend. That's not my thing. Like I would never want to do that because I really always want to encourage my followers and our customers to shop, you know, like mindfully. But yeah. Like yeah. even with hair and stuff. So it's yeah. like you start so many trends even in beauty. Like yeah. I remember recently you put your hair back in like a little yeah. clip right here. Oh my God, I'm getting so many people are like half of my followers are loving it. And then half of them are like, no, my big forehead cannot. <laughs> it's very cute. I love to see it. So in addition to Jerf Avenue, where are some of your favorite places to shop for clothes? Oh, it's a really good question. I love like vintage shopping, like thrift shopping. Like I love designer vintage. It's my Oh, it's my weakness. I could spend so much money on it, but I have to like stop myself. But I also love like thrifting. But other than that, what kind of brands do I like? I I've like thought about this lately. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. Like Urs and Iris, probably pronouncing so good. that wrong, but love them. I love Lana, the owner. She's the sweetest. What other brands do I love? For vintage shopping designer stuff online, is there anywhere you like to go? I love Etsy. Oh, wow. I know. It's really random. I recently found that I can find really good designer stuff there, especially shoes. I found one pair of shoes on there and I was surprised because I was looking for these. They were Chanel clear like heels and I was looking for them everywhere and they happened to have them on Etsy. Yeah. And it was one place. And so now I need to go on there. Okay. So how do you get dressed in the morning? Do you usually start with like a piece that you want to wear or a place that you're going to? It definitely depends on where I'm going. Like if I have a bunch of meetings, you know, I want to look professional. So then I'd probably just wear like a suit set. But if I just have a day at the office, like I get more creative. So I feel like it depends on the mood. And then the, before I go to bed, it's usually I get really creative when I'm in bed, like about to fall asleep. So that's usually when like I put together an outfit in my head. But it definitely depends on like my mood. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just want to be comfortable. Sometimes I want to be more like crazy with my outfits. So, yeah. I love seeing how you style your outfits. And I love Jerf Avenue, which I'm wearing right now. I have so many of your pieces. Yeah. And I see so many girls, especially on TikTok, saying yeah. like they're slowly like getting rid of their whole closet yeah. to just have Jerf Avenue. So congratulations because Thank I feel you. like people really Thank love you. it. So when did you and Ras start working on the brand? Well, we launched it December 2019 and we kind of started working on it literally like January 2019. So it happened really quickly. It's something that we've thought about for like maybe a year before that, but we kind of never got around to doing it. But then we just decided. So I took I, I, like every modeling gig I could. I took like the collaborations that I felt were true to my brand. And then we just did all that to, you know, be able to finance Jerf Avenue. Yeah, but I mean, it's honestly the best thing. And it's really cool having a brand and being able to like build a staple closet. And then, like you said, like seeing girls replace stuff and like they kind of 
I feel like our customers are really mindful. Like they realize that if you have like staples, you can create so many outfits, which I think is really important. You really can. Because I feel like even with like the button up shirt, you can wear it over yeah. so many different things. Exactly. You can, And I love how you style it. So I like to follow you and see yeah. how you wear the pieces. But also at the brand account is great because you show the pieces on so many different yeah. body types. And I love to see this, how you style yeah. different girls. Yeah, it's really, really important for us. It's like, I mean, growing up, like going on, you know, like websites, the only model they had was like a super tall model. She was a size extra small. And it's like, that is not every single person in the world. Like we're so different, all of us. So for us, it's really important to showcase that on our platform. So, you know, you feel appreciated and you feel represented and seen. So I even like too, like when you're on there, it says like Matilda is your height yeah. and I'm wearing size this. Yeah. And I love to see that because I'm petite. So yeah. I like to see the sizes other yeah. people are wearing, which helps so much because exactly. you are a direct to consumer brand. Yeah. And so do you have plans to stay direct to consumer? Is that what you want to do? Yeah. Like right now, that is what we want to do. And I think, I mean, it works really well for us and not having to also like the control, like if we were, you know, like another website, we wouldn't have control of how the pieces were styled or like what models they were styled on. And it's just so important for us to have that representation. And I feel like there's a lack of representation on these like big, you know, like retail sites. Yeah, it's definitely great the way that you guys show everything on your site. Yeah. And I love all the styling and everything too. So with direct-to-consumer comes so many things and growing and you guys are based yeah. in Europe. So how are you guys expanding the business? Because I know you have followers yeah. everywhere who want to yeah. shop everywhere. Well, the U.S. is actually our biggest market, which is really exciting. So we're opening up a U.S. warehouse. This hopefully it will be up and running this summer. So I'm super excited about that. Just being able to, you know, to know that the customers don't have to pay like a customs fee or anything like that. And also for more like a smooth experience. Hiring customer service in the U.S. So everybody gets a quicker reply as well. So that's like, I mean, I feel like we're focusing on expanding our team in the U.S. right now. <laughs> have you figured out how you're going to have a U.S. team and a team based in Europe because like the time difference? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're starting with New York just because it's like you can still, when people in New York start working, in Sweden, like we're still day. working, like it's still office hours. So you have a little bit of time together. But I think it's more like really focusing on really, you know, making sure that both teams feel seen and that we connect them as well. So it's not like two separate family teams. I usually say that we're like a big family. So I want to keep it that way and not make it like two separate families. Do you ever stop and think like, wow, I have an international business. It's like across Honestly, different Honestly, I literally countries. don't. <laughs> I can't understand it. It's the weirdest thing for me. Like, I honestly cannot like wrap my head around it. It's crazy. And you were saying earlier that you don't, you wouldn't see yourself working for other people. Did you think that you would start your own company someday? Honestly, I don't think so. It was never like a plan. I never planned on working with Instagram. I never planned on owning a brand, but it feels so like, of course, this is what I'm doing. Like it feels very right for me. And I think for people who know me from like growing up with me, I think it's also like, of course, like she wouldn't do anything else. And then just putting yourself out there on Instagram and starting a brand, those things can be like really scary for people. Yeah. Usually, did you have any fears when you wanted to put yourself out there, take this new leap in your journey? Honestly, I think I'm pretty fearless in that sense. Like I don't really care what people think about me. And especially growing up, like Boros is where I come from. It's a really small town. So people definitely, you know, like talked about me. They made fun of me and all of that. But I was like, okay. Why are you making fun of me? Literally, I'm like doing what I love. This one guy, so I worked with a brand called Bali Buddy. I didn't work with them. I just like purchased from them and like I posted. And then this guy, he was like three years older than me. He 
which is funny. I think he like actually purchased the same bottle to take photos and make fun of me. So like one time at a party, I brought a bottle to him. I gave it to him. I said, hi, like use this for your next photo. And he was just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so that's I think. so weird. Yeah. So that's kind of like growing up in a small town, like mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff like that has happened. But that has never made me like not want to do it. I think that has just confirmed that while I'm doing something right, yeah. I think a lot of girls now, they're aspiring to be influencers yeah. and they get really shy about putting themselves yeah. out there. And you were so confident to do it regardless of what people think. But they do have people in their lives, yeah. whether it's friends or peers who are yeah. picking on them for doing this. Exactly. Do you have any advice for them how to, you know, go forward with this? Because if it's something you really want to do. Exactly. I think it's like, if it makes you feel good, do it. Don't care about what other people say. People, there will always be small-minded people around you. But I think it's just so important to let those people be like white noise. Focus on yourself. Focus on what you love. And let all of that other negativity just be white noise, honestly. I know. Because at the end of the day, like if you, if it becomes your career and yeah. you're so happy, then they're going to want you because they want you to go post exactly. something for them. <laughs> exactly. And life is honestly too short to not try things out. Like, Life is fun. It's supposed to be fun. And I think it's just important to step out of your comfort zone as well. Let's take a quick break because I want to talk to you guys about a bit of spring cleaning that I'm already doing at home. I feel like I'm doing a lot of spring cleaning from my closet to my email inbox and so many things. But I also goes for my hair as well. So there's nothing more refreshing than just hitting that reset button every once in a while. And if your hair feels like it's overdue for the same treatment, it's time for you guys to try Waze Detox Shampoo. I love this shampoo because I try to only wash my hair like two to three times a week, which we actually talk about in this episode. And in between, that's when I'm using styling products and dry shampoo. And I really need to just like clean out my hair. And I love the way that my hair feels when I use this shampoo. I've been using it ever since it came out. And I love it. Even in this episode, Matilda was like, what are some of your favorite hair brands? And I was like, way, because I love the products so much. So if you guys are looking for like that reset for your hair, and scalp. You guys will love to try this. So you can use it once a week and it's just going to neutralize any product buildup, oil and dirt. And it just makes my hair and scalp feel so good without stripping away moisture. And I love the way that this smells. It's their signature Melrose Place fragrance, which has got notes of rose and bergamot and lychee. And Way was created by my friend, celebrity hairstylist Jen Atkin. So if you guys want to go back to a previous episode, she was on the podcast. If you guys want to hear from her and you can check out all of their products, which are cruelty, sulfate and paraben free. They've got hair care, body care and fragrance products. So if you're ready to undo some damage and hit the reset button with Way Detox Shampoo, go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code Mariana to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code Mariana. Okay, so I want to go back to Jurf Avenue because I want to yeah. talk about your role within the company. So you're a creative director. What does this mean? What do you do? Well, I basically, everything creative, like I design all of the clothes. So that's like my main thing is designing, but then I also, you know, I'm part of like social media team. I try not to be, but it's really hard not to be. I really want to be there and just, you know, like make sure everything's going the way I want it to because it's my baby. Like Jerf Avenue is truly my baby and it's so important for me that what we're showing is us so we don't, you know, like step away from it. So I help the girls on social media, like all of the shoots. During the shoots, I usually do like the styling. I take like backstage photos. I do a little bit of everything. I help out Anna, our girl, our e-commerce manager. Like I sit with her when we do like, you know, like front end, what shows on the website. So basically like everything creative in the company. That's I like a lot too. of different things. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of different things. That's why I'm like, hmm, what is my role? Like what is my title? But design is like my main thing. And that's what I really like want to focus more on. But I also like 
I mean, I want to help everybody. Yeah. I want to be there when I can be. So that's like the role of, the, of a founder, though. So as a founder, exactly. you do all the things like big and small. Exactly. And it's like your baby. So yeah. And then with social, it's like you're the social expert. Yeah. So it's like you really exactly. do want it to feel like you. So it's like it's hard not to jump in and be like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> but we truly have like so this year we have a really, really good team. We've been really understaffed before. But now we have a really good team. And I, I mean, I wouldn't be able to we wouldn't be able to be where we are without them. So I'm just really appreciative of them. And, you know, it's so important. And also seeing them like have fun together is the coolest thing. I'm like, wow, you guys really like each other because that's not like you don't have to like your coworkers. You know what I mean? And you just moved into a new office. Yeah. How is it? Amazing. Oh. It's so much fun. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a dream. I mean, the office we had before was like, it was really sweet. It was like a courtyard house, kind of like a small little house. I think it was like four horses, like way back when. But when we got a new big office, I was really like, I really wanted it to feel like when you step into our office, you kind of step into our world. So it's been really cool. We're still waiting on so much furniture, though. It's taking forever. What's the interior design vibe for the office? Well, it's like the walls. It's very high ceiling. Like there's double doors that are kind of like a grayish bluish color. So we wanted to keep the furniture really simple, like wooden, like white, beige, sand colors because we have dogs at the office. So it can't be like fully white furniture. That would be a mess. So it's really like I feel like it's Scandinavian, but also like it's not too boring and basic. It has like a little twist. I love it. It looks so great. So yeah. I know you guys have expanded into other categories already with Drift Avenue. Yeah. It's had sheets and other things. Yeah. And I think a headband just came out today. Yeah. Anything else that you guys want to come into? I mean, we're working on a, few, <laughs> a couple of things, which is really exciting. But something we're working on something that feels very like obvious for me. Like, yeah. it's weird that I haven't done it before. So I'm excited. Oh, I can't wait to yeah. see what it is. <laughs> so how often are you launching new products on the site? Well, we don't work with like big collections. Okay. Um, so we have like tiny drops. Like one month we would have, you know, like maybe a suit in a new color. And then another month maybe we have like two drops. But the drops are very small. So it's just like one shirt or one pair of pants. But now we have a basic, like a basic range launching, which will be bigger. It's more like your perfect basics that you need in your everyday wardrobe. But we kind of keep it. Like I've thought about this since it's really funny because a lot of the styles we're dropping is just like the same styles, but in a new color or a new material. But this year we're actually also launching like new styles. I love which the I'm top excited with like about. the ties. Yes. It's so cute. It has a matching skirt as well. So it's like Ooh, the cutest little summer. So. How far in advance are you designing? I I mean, I would <laughs> in a dream world, it would be a year. But since we do still produce like a small quantity and in Portugal, the lead times are pretty good. So I don't need to design a year ahead like a lot of, you know, big brands do. But I mean, we have set stuff for fall, um, working on new stuff for winter. So we really have like good stuff for like Christmas this year. I can't wait to see it. So if someone was buying from Drift Avenue the first time, any pieces they need to pick up? I mean, I feel like our favorite pants, our great favorite pants are like, a customer's favorite like it's we've had it since day one and also our breezy shirt so the shirt I'm wearing now but the white one is like one of like our best sellers and I feel like those two items are very like true to the Jerf Avenue like brand like it's the perfect basic so I feel like that's a good one I love the texture of the shirt too because yeah. I feel like it's a little thicker of a fabric so it fits more like structured so it doesn't yeah. look as wrinkly because a lot of other shirts I have they yeah. are really thin that they just yeah. Look like I don't even know how to describe it. No, but. I get what you mean. Like, I think it falls nicely. Yeah. Like, it sits where it's supposed to sit. Okay. So now I want to get into your hair because everybody yeah. has lots of questions yeah. because you are the hair queen. By the way, in the pandemic, do you see basically everybody got curtain bangs because yeah. of you? <laughs> I was like, the whole internet. I feel bad. <laughs> it's so funny though, because with my curtain bangs, I think I got them like 2017, which is a really long time ago. And when I got them, 
like so many people cut bangs as well. And then, you know, like current bangs wasn't really a trend or anything, but I've still always had them. But now again, it's becoming like it has gone up so much. So it's so weird how it like goes up and down. And if anybody wants to know about your haircut, I know people always ask, but yeah. you do have a full YouTube video with the person that cuts I do. your hair. I have two now. I have one from like 2018 and one from like December when she cuts my bangs. So it's if you guys haven't watched this video, it's so detailed. She goes through like yeah. the exact way that she cuts it. So this She's is a so really sweet. good reference video to show your stylist because yeah. how would you describe like your haircut or style? Well, I feel like, I mean, I've always just showed photos when I go and get a haircut because I feel like that's the easiest thing. But I do have like I have layers in my hair, not a bunch of them, just like a little layers. And then I have my curtain bangs. And I think for me with the bangs, it's important that they're not too thick. Like I don't want them to just, you know, be like a thick little pancake in front. So they're kind of like it's important that they really go well with the hair. So when she cuts it, like she makes sure it looks good with my hair down. And then she puts my hair up, make sure I have like pieces of hair like falling down. So she's so like she's so good. After she cut my bangs the first time, that's all she does now. It's amazing. <laughs> so how are you styling your hair? I mean, the Dyson era. It's, my <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I had it for like a full year without using it. And then like last year, I'm like, why have I like, why have I not used this? So then I started using it. And I'm like, what did I do before it? It's the best. Do you it's use so the easy. round brush attachment? I do. I use the round brush attachment for my bangs mostly. And then sometimes for like the ends of my hair. But I usually use like the big barrels. Okay. So I know it's hard to explain yeah. on a podcast. But yeah. how do you blow dry your bangs? Well, <laughs> that is hard. <laughs> well, I usually get my bangs wet. And okay. then I blow dry them. Like I literally I comb them down. And then blow dry them side to side. So that way they kind of like part the way they want to part. Without like forcing it. And then so when you do it side to side, you like blow right to the right and then to the left. And then eventually, like when it's dry, you part it where it wants to be parted. And sometimes it's like it looks cute like that. But then sometimes you kind of just have to shape it a little bit. So that's when maybe you would like use a round brush and just, you know, shoot. And are you blow drying them out or are you blow drying them under? I feel like it kind of depends with like the Dyson, for example, I blow dry them like under. But if I just want to shape them a little bit, I used to like do it like away from my face. Very Okay, this is very helpful because yeah, I, know I don't know where it is. How exactly <laughs> am I doing this? Any must-have hair products that you like to use? You know what's really weird is that I don't use a lot of hair products and I really want to like try more brands. Do you have a favorite brand? I have so many. I oh. use a lot of Olaplex, yeah. Way, yeah. Orbe. Those are probably like my favorites. Yeah. I love, like I have a lot of hair, but it's fine. Yeah. So I need like a volumizing spray to oh, give yeah. my hair like a lot of body. Yeah. And then it naturally is like wavy in yeah, the back. So, so like today I air dried my hair. Because so nice. you have like naturally wavy hair, yeah. right? So when you do your hair and it's like styled, do you usually let it air dry in the back? When I style it, I usually, so... I think I used it as an air brush, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Because <laughs> I usually wash my hair in the evening and then I fall asleep yeah. and I wake up and like I curl it with the Dyson, okay. which is like, I don't think that's what you're supposed to do. It, it works for you. To, like dry it with the Dyson as well and then do it when it's like 80% dry or something. Um, so when I have like my natural hair, that's when I have to use like oils and stuff because I do have, I have really thick hair, but it's not fine. It's more like not dry either, but it's like kind of, you know, like a little, oof. <laughs> during the winter I can't walk around in Sweden during winter I can't have my natural hair because okay. it's so like humid and it gets really frizzy but during summer I love a natural hair and then your hair is back in a bun today yeah. I know you have tutorials for this too but yeah. how do you do your slick back hair look and like what do you use to get all these hairs back well I mean the secret is to have dirty hair <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not a good secret but I mean I cannot have my bangs pushed back if it's like if I've newly washed it because then I would use so much product and it would just not be worth it so 
when I have my hair in a bun, you probably know that oh, she needs to wash it. Yeah. <laughs> but I always brush it with like a brush, you know, when like, what's it called? Like the bristles are really, you know, like together. Yeah, like a really dense brush. Yeah. Have to use that. Otherwise, it won't work. But then also like a styling cream, something just to kind of like hold it back. It doesn't need to be like a really, it doesn't have to have like a huge, what's it called? Like a hold, you know, on the little bottles. You can like tell how many. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be like a really heavy one. No. But it's just having dirty hair, using a brush that you can really just like push it back. And then some sort of product. Today I use the, what's the brand called? Like Color Wow. Mm-hmm. They're like, they have a product that kind of looks like glitter almost. Cool. It's like, I think you put it in for like, and look it to up. look really nice. I don't even know what it's called. But I used that today. So it looks a bit. Oh, it looks great. So how often do you wash your hair? Um, once to twice a week. Yeah, I do like two to three times yeah. a week. So it's I don't wash my hair that frequently. No. And then it's I. Not good. How often do you dye your hair? I do like baby highlights, like balayage, whatever it's called. I recently just like started last year because the pandemic. And so usually when I travel, my hair gets really sun bleached. So I had never like done it before. But then when I was staying home in Sweden for like two full years without any sun, I was like, something needs to happen. So Amalia, my hairdresser, she does like balayage. So she just did a few in my bangs before I left for LA. But other than that, like maybe twice a year. So yeah. like one time, like maybe I would say like January and then I would just let it be until summer and then during summer, nothing. So then maybe like October. I'm getting my hair dyed today. So I usually Ooh. try to like dye it once a year yeah. because then I like to keep my hair really healthy through exactly. like fall and winter because yeah. I have such dark hair that if yeah. I dye it too frequently. Also, I love Amalia. What a beautiful yeah. name. So I'm going to add that to like my notes on my phone. <laughs> Let's take a quick break to hear from Macy's, one of the great podcast sponsors. And you know, spring is right around the corner and I've already started doing a little bit of spring cleaning for myself. I walked into my closet. I looked at my clothes and I was like, what do I want to keep here? What do I need to donate? And what are like the new pieces that I need for the next season? So Macy's has everything you need to keep your wardrobe as fresh as the new season. So if you are looking to upgrade your jeans, Macy's has you covered. They have so many must-have relaxed jeans from top designers that you want to wear everywhere. A pair that I think you guys would like for spring is the Levi's Women's Straight Leg Crop Jeans. And I love a crop pant, especially because I'm petite, so they fit me perfectly. I also love white denim for the spring because I feel like it just makes every outfit look like bright and fresh and you can match it with so many types of tops. There's the seven for all mankind denim. It's a high waist cropped straight leg jean. And if you're looking for an easy way to step up, kind of like any casual look, you can make a statement in a jacket. It's really the perfect transition piece from cool to warm weather. And I love so many styles on here. I think I need to pick up a trench coat. There's a really great one by London Fogg. So I know that I shared a few of my personal favorite recommendations, but if you're still not sure what to get, no worries, because you can connect with a Macy's personal stylist for a one-on-one in-store or chat with them from the comfort of your own home. Either way, the appointment is catered just for you and your style dreams. And best of all, it is free. So head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. Again, that's Macy's.com slash personal stylist. Now let's get back to the episode. So we're talking about beauty. Do you have any current favorite beauty products? It could be skin, makeup, mm. hair, fragrance. Well, I mean, skin, I love all of your products. You. It's like, I mean, the jet lag mask, I don't know. Thank I don't know what you. I did with that <laughs> before. It's, I used to like as a daily moisturizer because in Sweden, it's so cold and awful. So Thank it does you. the job. It's amazing. And also the eye cream. Oh, it's, it's so nice. It's literally the first eye cream that like really like goes into my skin because otherwise all of the eye creams are so thick. I feel like I have to stand for like 10 minutes for it to like even, you know, absorb. But it's so good. It's so nice. It just brightens the under eye and just looks like it's so perfect on its own. What else? So good. So what else? What's not from your brand? (laughs) Um, Well, I love Tower 28. They're like lip jelly. 
It's all that I use. I, I had dinner last night with my agents here in the in LA. Her name is Melissa. She was like, what do you keep putting on your lips, Matilda? It's like all you do. I literally sat throughout the whole dinner because it's so good. So that's Tower 28 Lip Jelly. And then Say Beauty. Is that how you pronounce mm-hmm. it? I don't know. Their products are really good as well. I really like this the glow thingy. Yeah, it's really nice. I don't even know what it's called. I think it's called Sun Visor. Yeah. Maybe. Is that the yeah, name? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe that's another product. I, it's like the glowy, dewy exactly. jelly stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I forget the name, but I know <laughs> exactly too. what product that you're talking about. I think it's about. so good. Do you use the one that's like more bronzy gold or the one that more like yeah, silvery? I use the bronzy gold. The silvery one goes on too light for me. Okay, Especially perfect. when I'm like tanned. So I like using a Ken Blake as a bronzer as well. Yeah. Are you wearing any makeup today? I'm wearing that. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it looks great on your skin. I like your skin looks. I like when makeup looks like skin-like on yeah. top of it. So I always try to put something dewy on top yeah. of my makeup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when you shoot content, do you do makeup usually? No, I mean, or I mean like my everyday makeup routine. I'm not, I'm not super into makeup. Like I love when a makeup artist does my face and like it's super creative, like a colorful eyeshadow. I love that. I think it's so much fun. But for like an everyday makeup routine, it's very simple. It's like I put on like a tinted moisturizer and a little bronzer during winter. And then when it's summer, I usually just like if I have any like pimples, I will conceal them. Do you put anything on your brows? No, just the Anastasia Beverly Hills Brow Gel. Oh, perfect. The clear one. It looks so great. good. Okay, so when I talk about some of your self-love, daily habits, things yeah. that you do. So in the morning, are you a coffee or a matcha girl? I am kind of both, honestly. But I feel lately, especially when we're at the office at 7, I drink my morning coffee at the office. We're waiting to get like a big coffee machine, you know, like where you can like foam your milk and stuff. And when we have that in place, I think I'm going to... I love matcha. It's so good. It's so good. I had a matcha this morning. Yeah. You have so much going on between brand, influencer. How are you scheduling everything? How are you handling all of the things? I don't think I am, honestly. (laughs) No, but I mean, it's nice having an office because that way I feel like with Jerf Avenue, like I go to the office, I do my work hours there. And then the only negative thing I would say is that I come home and I do my influencer side of the business at home, which is like, it doesn't give me much free time. But like free time for me is going to the gym, having like a one hour like mega former session, just like sweating it out, giving myself, you know, like my body love. And then another day will just be like staying in bed the entire evening. So I just try to at least have like pockets of moments that are just for me throughout the day. And how do you deal with stress? I hmm, do. I <laughs> Well, I've learned to really like tune into my body and really listen to my body. So like, for example, I get really bad stomach aches when I'm stressed. So when I start feeling it in my stomach, that's when I know to like slow down. So I try to be also for me, like being vocal, like talking really does the job for me. So like I talk to Rasmus a lot, like whenever I feel a little stressed, like and whenever I feel like I have anxiety, I usually say like, OK, I have anxiety, Ras, like I don't really know what to do. I feel so overwhelmed. Like, what do I do? And that's when he's usually like, okay, tell me what you're anxious about. Tell me what's going on. And then we can like make a list. Like, what do we do? What can we deal with? So he's so sweet. So he always does that. What a great partner. It's so great to be able to like communicate and know that that helps you. It really is. Like communication is just everything. I'm super grateful to have Ross. And like, we've done this entire journey together. So I feel like it's just really easy and it's nice to have someone who like understands do you guys have any like boundaries or anything where you're like okay on the weekends we don't talk about work or I mean we try (laughs) but honestly as well like we love our job so much and Jerf Avenue is like so exciting because we're growing and you know there's so many things happening so like it's hard not to but we kind of sometimes will be like sometimes I'll tell him like Ras I really don't want to talk about work right now like let's just not do it and then he's like okay and then sometimes he tells me but 
we're not that good at it. I wish we were better. And do you have any like daily habits or self-care things? I know you mentioned working out. Yeah. Well, I try to like either in the morning or before I go to bed, think about like, okay, what am I grateful for today? Like I usually also like to ask Ras. I kind of force him to. I'm like, so how was your day? And he's like, oh, you know, good. I'm like, did you have any, was there any like difficulties? And then maybe he tells me, and I'm like, okay, what did you learn from it? Like all of these kind of things. Because I feel like that really helps like talking and, you know, like kind of sorting everything out. But just thinking like asking myself questions like, okay, what happened today? Like, was it a good day? What, what, like, what am I grateful for today? What made me happy today? Kind of just like those questions. And do you do anything like journaling, meditation? I journal. I go into these like periods where sometimes I'm really good at journaling and then sometimes I kind of don't. But I always like journal in my head as well, which is probably not good. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's like it's going somewhere. Yeah, I'm always like overthinking stuff. Okay, my last question is, do you have any advice you would tell your younger self? Mm, That's a really good question. I think I would tell myself to really to really just like go my own way like going your own way will be good like that's what you need to do and to remind myself that like I said before like let everybody else opinions and negativity just be white noise like don't get affected by it because obviously like you do and especially when you're younger it's really hard to not you know get affected by it but I think that's what I would tell myself, which might not be that good. But <laughs> Well, it worked out because now you have like an amazing yeah. career in business because you didn't listen to other people and that guy yeah. who bought Bali Body to make fun of yeah. you. <laughs> so where can everyone follow you and find your avenue? Um, well, I'm, my name is just Matilda Jerf on all socials. That's a really hard name, but it's D-J-E-R-F. And then it's just Jerf Avenue. It's really simple. It's just Jerf Avenue everywhere and Matilda Jerf. And we're on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.